Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. You know, when all's said and done, and it is now for the New York Giants and their season, I actually think, BT, that they had a good season. When you realize the expectations change within a season and the way that this Giants team started and all that went on with this team throughout the course of the year, when all said and done, I actually think the Giants had a good season and there's real reason to believe Moving forward with this group, I think they had a weird season. I, I think I, I know I know what you mean. I don't quite see it the way you do, but I, I do know what you mean. The the problem though is, even if I was to agree, and and I'm not going to agree, I'm going to disagree. But if I was, I would say, all right, I had a good season. Okay, who's the quarterback week one next year? What about the old line? They've got the same dilemma, Sal, with Saquon next year, only amplified because he's a year older. And and I know what CeeLo just said about uh, Wink Martindale. They got a real issue there. That's a personality conflict between the head coach and the D.C. And I'll tell you what, the the best story of the year, I, I think inarguably, DeVito, it's already expired. Look what, the, where they came. I mean, you were talking about like they're going to be a two-win team all year long, an embarrassment. We were both talking about it like it was one of the worst, emba- most embarrassing seasons yep. that we've seen, comparing it to McAdoo Fizz and Shermer and Joe Judge and all that stuff. And then they ride the ship. You know, Daniel Jones gets hurt, and other teams lose their quarterbacks and, and you know do well, so that's not really the excuse. But the way that they were getting their doors blown off seemingly week in, week out – then to look at the way that they kind of midway through righted their season with DeVito, winning a few games in a row there, being competitive. I mean, beating the Packers in the process, which is a huge win. Packers, a postseason team, of course, competitive against the Eagles on Christmas Day, should have beaten the Rams, another playoff team, beat the Eagles. When you look at what the Giants did in circumstances, BT, which, like, I mean, make a case where it's going to be worse for the Giants. Mm. Hey, they were without Barkley for a while. Guys getting banged up. The offensive line never healthy. Without their starting quarterback. Without their backup quarterback. You can argue that this is going to be as as bad as it's going to get for the New York Giants. Yet they still won six games and were competitive with pieces off the scrap heap. So I think this is actually a good season. Now, if I were to say before the year, oh, 6-11, would you sign for that? Absolutely not. But watching the way the year played out. I think it's a good season for the Giants. Listen, I understand that there's there's context, and too often context is is kind of lost here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think when you contextualize it that way, I think I think some people will agree with you. I mean, this early on had the optics of an absolute train wreck, man. You got sliced up 40-zip in week one. You know, I mean, the start in Arizona week two was a disaster. All right, you stabilized. The Jones played great, and then we know what happened from there. But I look at it this way. To me... And I'm going to use a betting analogy. Now you're open about this, right? And honestly, the Giants have the Giants hurt you this right. year. Right? Okay, yeah. so 
If you're down five, I'll just throw out a whole number. Mm-hmm. $5,000. All right. You're down $5,000. Right. You're betting. The hole keeps getting, you know, a little, mm-hmm. little, little deeper. Oh, God, I lost again. Oh, God, I lost again. Oh, God. Right. I'm down 42. I'm down 48. Oh, I'm down Chasing. five Gs. Yeah. Down five Gs. You get a little hot. You go on a little streak, and you finish up the year. You're down 3,600. Did you have a good year? See, the answer is no. But you'd rather have that than be well, down I, five. I'd rather it, be up five thousand. Yeah. Oh, I'd course. rather be up a thousand. But things change, so yeah. Instead of being down five thousand, I'd rather be down thirty six hundred or whatever the number <laughs> but, is. But that you, you know don't. what I mean. I, I That's why the answer is probably somewhere in between. I I just can't get on board saying they had a good season. They won six games. The future, though, is in good hands with Joe Shane and Brian Dable, and that was something that was in question throughout the course of this year where you think about how bad it could have been. And again, a six-win season, generally never good. But the way that this whole year went, I mean, geez, the Giants started out, what, 1-8 and eight or whatever it was, 2-8? and eight? I mean, they, they beat the, the Cardinals. They lose Daniel Jones. I mean, they had two wins through the, the Cowboys game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about two wins in the first 10 weeks, 11 weeks of the season. I mean, I, that is as bad as it gets. One of the worst teams, no doubt about it, in the NFL. And then there became the respectability, the credibility that Dable gave this team. I like and, Dable. And, yeah, I do. I, well, I believe him, too. I do. I like Dable. Yeah, man, that, and that's kind of why, like... You, it, it's all relative to expectation, but the expect changes. The expectation changed significantly in the season. I think if you wake up today, you feel proud. If you're a New York Giant fan, you feel excited and hopeful. Obviously disappointed with the ultimate outcome. You're not going to be in the postseason, yep. but proud that they finally beat the Eagles and they beat them good. And, and an Eagles team was trying to win the game. No, I mean, no question. The Giants are there with a backup quarterback. Yep. And Gi- Eagles trying to win the game. Giants beat them, and they beat them good. The Eagles are also cooked. But I, yeah, I hear you. I hear, they, the Giants had to prove they could close the Barkley, gap with the Eagles. Barkley looked terrific. Yep. And, and by the way, I think he's going to be back. I know this is a story for another day. They're going to hit him with a franchise tag. Oh, I mean, even the way Joe Shane was talking this morning about it. But the point is, I feel good if I'm a Giant fan because of Shane and Dable and because they were able to handle the adversity that they did throughout the course of this year and come out the other end of it okay. All right, a couple of quick questions for you. Number one, week one, who's the quarterback? It's going to be Daniel Jones. Okay, put down Jones. Okay. Number two, do you like the offensive line? I know it's stabilized a bit. Do you like it? Well, I mean, it's going to change going into the year. Uh, okay. uh, going it's into been next changing season. for 10 no, years. No, to answer your stinks. question, no, I don't. But I do like the the offensive scheme, and I believe that Dable will do enough with Kafka, whether he's here or not. They, see, they're smart enough to where they can make up for it. The offensive line hasn't been a main theme here since the Giants have been winning some of these games. It was Tommy DeVito, Tyrod Taylor coming back, Saquon Barkley. Offensive line looked pretty good yesterday against a team that we all said the disparity between the Giants and Eagles in the trenches. Oh, forget about it. Or just in general. So okay, I okay. think it'll be okay. So you're a little more bullish on yeah. it than I And by the way, they might use that that, that top 10 pick on a line. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But right. it's evolving. The point is right now it's not a plus. Um, or it's not an asset. You you think that Saquon's back? I don't. As a matter of fact, let, let me let me. I don't think he should be. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they'll do. I don't think he should be, which I think is something else that's complicating the future. And, and I, you go back to the curl stuff. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, he's right. okay. He's okay. So a guy that you thought was going to be a game wrecker is okay. And I'm not sure that Wink is back. Like there's just. Again, I, I want you to understand, Sal. I hear you. I, mm-hmm. I truly do hear you. I got you. 
There's just too much that needs to be resolved. I can't get on the air after a six-win season with the questions. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the best story of the year, undeniably, Tommy DeVito might not even be on the team next year. So I just can't conjure up that kind of enthusiasm. I can't. BT and Sal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Patrick is in Melville. What's up, Patrick? Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, Patrick? Great, great win yesterday. I'll take the uh, drop-in uh, draft uh, for beating the Eagles and sending the Eagles into a shaky uh, shaky playoff. So, yeah, 6-10, and ten, you, you, you can't say that we've had a good season. No, I am saying it. We definitely, we definitely got the coach. Um, he stabilized the season. Now, um, you know, going into the future, you know, Saquon can't can't be back. I think that we kind of mortgage the future and keeping him. We should have traded him during the, the trade deadline. I mean, listen, I love Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, I would love him to be a lifetime giant, but you know, we we, we need to kind of, we need, we have so many holes that we need to uh, address. That um, he, he's just an asset that we just can't afford. To be totally honest, I know that a lot of Giant fans will probably disagree with me on that. But um, I think that, um, you know, going forward, we're probably going to keep Daniel Jones and probably draft a lineman, which ugh, I, I, I kinda, it kind of makes me cringe to do that because we, we need a quarterback, but we're probably going probably gonna to kick that can down the road. Um, but obviously, great win yesterday. And, you know, we're going to probably, um, you know, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. So do you think that. the Giants but, had uh, a good we, season or a bad season? Listen, we... We, we, you know, it, it, was a, it was a growing pain season. I think we got, we, we, we solidified that we got a coach. There you I mean, go. That's, so that's, that's, that's a good, and thank you for the call. That's the point. They had a good season because you know Brian Dable is the guy. You believe in Joe Shane. Two years, one playoff appearance, and one playoff win, and a year where everything went sideways for him. Anything that possibly could go wrong did go wrong. They came out the other end of it, avoiding total embarrassment, which they were direct head-on path toward direct embarrassment, and they came out the other end with showing that you know that they can be a competitive football team even under the worst of circumstances. Yeah, again, uh, my scale is is incorporating what happened the previous year. If you know Dable's first year, if they were two and fifteen or three and fourteen, you know the way they stabilized this year, I think I would, I would process it differently. And listen, last year was. On a lot of levels, an overachievement, kind of like the Mets two years ago, or at least an unexpected surge, and it kind of altered expectations, I think, unfairly. Remember, coming into the season, I, I didn't think they, they would be a two-season, uh, two-win team coming in. Thought they'd be around five, but then when they started the way they started, I'm like, this might be a two, two, three-win team. So, yes, that uh, that represents progress, but... Just remember this conversation. If you call it, and, and I respect where you're coming from, but if you're telling us that you think the Giants had a good season, just remember that, and let's get into week one when Daniel Jones is the quarterback. And let's see how enthused you are. And again, I love well, Saquon. I think, the, I think the Daniel Jones topic is a significant one, obviously, but it's for another day. Today, after week 18, like, it's over. There's no more you and I going back and forth, talking about the Jets and Giants and previewing games or getting excited about this or that, or will they win, will they embarrass themselves? The seasons are over. We're not yep. going to see the Jets and Giants again until September. Thank but God. if I wait, yeah, well, Thank right, God. by a lot of measurements, yeah. And, and, of course, typical that the one week where maybe <laughs> fans would have been okay with both these teams losing, of course, they go out there and win, but... And, and that's a, a side element, too, where I think it was good if you're a fan of the Giants. Certainly, you're out there and enjoying yourself yesterday. 
I think you got to feel good if you're a Giant fan. And was it one of the great seasons of all time? No. But when you actually think about what they accomplished in a year where everything went wrong, the fact that they were able to right the ship and level out a little bit and get themselves to six wins. Let me ask you this, Sal. I mean, how many wins did you expect them to have coming into the year? Uh, about five. About five. And, and that's a lot lower than most. It was, admittedly. So and, like, and then in season, it was even going to be worse. So they exceeded that. Like, yeah, I think their number was eight for the year. Win total, if I'm not mistaken. Around there. Uh, and it they, was less than the nine that they won the previous right, year. It was and, slightly below that for and sure. And think yeah. about it. And they finished with six. Uh-huh. And they did so by beating the Eagles. It was a big talk about the division, whatever. They swept the Commanders, which was nice. I know Dallas, big disparity there. But still, they, they could have beaten the Eagles twice. They were that competitive in that game. Could have had another win and should have had another win over the Rams, a playoff team. Did beat the Packers, a playoff team. Like, the Giants did a lot of good. They should have beaten the Jets. And, again, should have, could. I, I understand all that. But when you actually look at the total picture with all that went wrong, it to me, it's a lot. it was a lot better than it could have been. I think it was a bad, it was a bad meal, and you threw a little flavoring on it, you know, right when you took it out of the microwave. And it's like, all right, I'm hungry. I'll, I'll eat anything. It's I'm not eating crap. Like, I'm literally, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's... I just, I don't know. I'm, I just, I don't see it that way. Let me ask you this. Outside of Brian Dable, what's the best part of this team? Like, so the 2024, and I know they'll add to it, the 2024 mm-hmm. Giants are built on Well, I mean, I think, they're, I think they're A quarterback defense. with a bad contract and a bum knee? A running back who's, you know, odometer's getting higher. And by the way, he's never won anything. Um, a, a fifth overall pick who's not as good as people thought. In Cape, uh, what are they built on? Well, I think the head coach is a big part of, of of the reason, if not the main reason, why I think that they had a good season. Shane and Dable, I trust those two. And they do have young talent on the football field on both sides of the ball. The biggest part is they're going to need a quarterback. That that Now, they have to decide who's going to be that guy. Are they going to take one with the sixth overall selection? Are they going to trade up? Is it going to be Daniel Jones again next year? They're going to roll that back. But I do believe in this Giants team. Do they have a true identity yet? I don't think so outside of Brian Dable. But you know what? With Brian Dable there, I like that identity. Steven is in Brooklyn. What's up, Steven? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I don't think it's a, about a good season or a bad season. I think after, you know, Jones went down with that knee, the season was over. But for me, my point being an optimistic Giant fan, they kept the season together. Our head coach, uh, GM, spoke midway through. And uh, the biggest thing to answer some of your questions, BT, mm-hmm. Jones is our quarterback next year. If they didn't think about bringing Saquon back, they're smart enough. They always like to get into a GM's mind. They would have gotten rid of Saquon like they got rid of Williams for a second-round pick. So I feel Jones will be there. Um, Saquon will be back. And just realize, this morning, the two biggest concerns, they got rid of their – they fired their special teams coach, yeah. and they fired their offensive line coach. So you see where teams – where they're making mistakes – where they're trying to get better, and I'm optimistic to know that we're going in the right direction. Six-round pick, see what happens. I like Jones. No, 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 Steve, hold on a second, Steve. Steve, by the way, you lay that out logically. You're right. You guys are going in the right direction. Don't say it was a good season. Those are two very different things. I apologize. I didn't say it was – I was saying it's not a good season or a bad season. Gotcha. I just like that we – we got it. We kept it together. Okay. No, because I respect that. Think, yep, yep. Yep. I do respect if you that. Think of the other regimes that we had. Yeah. With Joe Judge, and uh, all, it was just just toxic at the end of the year. True. And we we yeah. And I'm just happy where we are right now. And I think it's going to be. I think we're going to be fine. There you go, Steve. Thank you for the call, Steve. Right. 
And that's kind of the sentiment. Again, nobody's out here taking bows for the Giants you they just had, but when you look at it in total, my God, it could have been a lot, a lot worse for the Giants. And they righted the ship. They were competitive. But win against the Eagles goes a long way, too. I don't care that the Eagles are down now, so what? So when the Eagles are up, it's, oh, yeah, look at the disparity. Now it's like, yeah, but the Eagles are dead anyway. Well, bull crap. The Eagles are a playoff team. I mean, look at what the Giants did against some playoff teams here. They beat the Packers, okay. and they beat the Eagles just more recently. They should have beaten the Rams if Tyrod Taylor didn't have a, a, a brain lock on the two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. And even more than that, they had opportunities to win that game anyway from the Rams. They were competitive with the Eagles on Christmas Day. I mean, the the... The Giants righted the ship for a season that was going off. It wasn't even going. It was off the rails. Off the rails. And we then debated about whether they'd be better off tanking or losing, whether they should right the ship and win. And they went out there and they showed you this was one in the win column for those who say go out there and try to win every game and be competitive and have that being building a foundation going into next year. That's exactly what they did, BT. So keep in mind, so they have six wins, right? That's the optimistic mm-hmm. slant. You know, and, and my volley back is of the six wins, uh, two were against the, a team that's drafted in second overall in the Commanders, and another one is against a team that's going to draft fourth in right. the Cardinals. So, I mean... Well, the Patriots, you could throw that one in there, too. Yeah, the Patriots picking yeah. third. Yeah, oh, no, I get and it. so four out of the six wins were against the worst teams in the NFL. Right, I think you look at it more so, not even just the win total, the, the way that they played against the Eagles, against the Rams, and doing it against the Packers. Would have meant more last year. Not coming off a playoff right. appearance, I'm sorry. Right, but the fact that they did it even without really, a, not even really, they don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did it without a quarterback. A lot of teams lost quarterbacks. A lot of teams kept it together. Yeah, well, but that's what I mean. I think that they did. I yeah, think but I'm saying other teams together. kept, like, like, look at the if you Bengals. Expected them, if you expected them, like, how many more wins do you think they would have had if they had Daniel Jones? I don't think they were built to do it. To, I, I, that's, that's why I didn't like them coming in. Right, but that's my point. So if you thought they were going to be a 5-1 team coming in, 5-6-1 yeah. team coming in, with all that went on, you'd be like, oh, my God. We did say it. Oh, two, three wins. No. They were able to stabilize and still get back to six wins. I think that that says something. I just feel good about the Giants' direction. Again, as good as you can feel coming off of a season that went the way that it did. Like, by almost every account, you could say, oh, this is a total disappointment. But when you look at actually now what happened, now that it's over and look back and say, hey, you know what? They were at least competitive. Dable showed stability and gave you reason to believe in this team moving forward. I'd be excited if I'm a Giant fan. Sadly, you know, a little sad that the season is over. Disappointed, certainly, by the end result. No playoff game. But ultimately, I'm excited. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls. We'll get to the Jets a little bit later on as well. 877-337-6. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 6666. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan on this Monday. Black Monday, week 18. Lots of changes going around. The NFL and maybe more to come. Of course, none with the New York Jets. Why would they? We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, I just wanted to read you, BT, a tweet from Pat Leonard. Covers the Giants for the New York Daily News. Love Pat. I haven't talked to him in a while. I used to work with him at SNY. Mm-hmm. Um, Saquon Barkley. This is. I'm just reading his tweet right here. Sa- uh, Pat's talking about Barkley. And in individual exit interview, Barkley said he's not going up for an individual exit interview. Said the Giants know how to reach him. Uh, and when he was asked about the franchise tag, where Joe Shane said that they have the ability to use it if they want to, which makes me think they're going to. Um, Barkley said they did it last year, so I'm numb to it. I don't have any feelings toward that at all. If you're going to do it, just don't wait until March 5th. Just get it over with. If not, mm. let me go. Simple. Mm. Definitely more hostility between Barkley and the Giants now. Yeah, the sentimentality is completely stripped away. And Saquon is, you know, has grown up now in the business. And he understands that it's callous. And he understands that it stinks. And it's very unforgiving, especially for his position. I think he's gone. I think he's gone. I think deep down, I think he's ready to move on. I know we said a few times, and I, and I believe that he means many elements of this, what he but says. But if you were them, you wouldn't he, franchise tag him? No. No, I wouldn't. No, I'd let him go. There's no way I'm wasting $12, 13000000 million on a running back who misses three, four, five games every single Dude, he's, year. He's a beast. Uh, he's a beast, but he's been here for, this, what, six years now? Doesn't matter. He's still a beast. I understand that. What have they won with him? Nothing. Oh, yeah, but you could say that about every player. Don't let everybody go. They, they gave Daniel Jones $40 million. What did they want with him? It's for quarterback positions different. Yeah, but you know but that. But he stinks. I do know that, but he stinks. Well, I'm not a big Daniel Jones fan either here. All I'm saying is look around. You don't, all the, you look, at the, look at the playoff teams. How yeah. many teams outside of, like, McCaffrey are, are led by, like, dynamic superstar running backs with these ridiculous contracts? You don't think Barkley's an asset, though? I think Saquon Barkley is amazing. I think he's... He's one of the uh, most charismatic, talented New York athletes. But I also think that he is a victim, a victim of horrendous timing. And, Sal, you got too many deficiencies on this team to hand over 12 or $13 million. I, again, I mean... Maybe it, they could come to a, a longer-term agreement where they don't have to pay him that much I don't even know if I want to year. do that. See, I do. I want Barkley back. every Ah, dude, he year. looked great again yesterday. I, I get it. Players right. get hurt. Players get hurt. He gets hurt more than most players. He just does. <sighs> hey, look at this. So... The leading rusher in the NFL this year was who? It was C-Mac. Okay. The second leading rusher, Derrick Henry. Not a playoff team. I mean, you, you just look at James Conner was in the top five. Not a playoff team. I mean. 
Yeah, but the Come Titans on, made it to, to the postseason how many years in a row off the back of Henry? I know, I know. And I'm not saying that Barkley's going to be the only guy, but... Nah. Let me ask you a question, Sal. Was there a big difference this year between Brees Hall and Saquon Barkley? Brees Hall's coming off an ACL. I know he barely missed 1,000 yards, but... Come on, he's making peanuts. He's making $900,000 a year. Saquon's going to make thirteen. Well, if you're talking, I wouldn't do it. I mean, Saquon Barkley's better. I, uh, is, is, is he much better? Uh, yes, he is. I don't think he is. Uh, he's, he's much How better. is he much better? Come on, come on. How? Look at his track record. Look, how is he much Hall. better, though? Look at his track. You talk about guy. I mean, come on. He got no, no. hurt for one whole year. What has Brees Hall accomplished exactly? Well, but in terms of the amount of games that Brees Hall's played and the impact on those games that, that he's had. Who had better numbers I think this it's year? very comparable. Well, what about this year? Can you pull the numbers up? Uh, well, you know, I know I know that, um, I know that I, Brees I, Hall I don't finished know. up yeah. 994 or 99. He was just short of 1,000 yards. Coming off ACL. I don't know the numbers, but just watching both teams, yep. Barkley's better. Well, he's better. He's a, relied upon a whole hell of a lot more. That doesn't mean that he's worth the money. I mean, this Hoff, is what's that? Sal? No, I just want to. I'm sorry, Hoff was giving me the numbers there. Just give him on the air, Hoff. What, what numbers do we have? You're saying? All right. So Brees Hall in 17 games, 994 rushing yards. Yeah. Barkley 962 in 14 games. And what about receiving? You have those numbers up. That's there? always going to favor Saquon at this point. I could pull those. Well, up. I mean, Hall's been. He should be a good receiver out of the backfield as well. Oh, well. Point, point is, the, we we talk about Brees Hall like he's some star back, and he says he's going to be the best back in the league. That's great. How about you actually do it? Like, Saquon Barkley has done it for a while. Okay. The, the question is not about his effectiveness. The question is about him staying healthy. Let me ask you this. Yeah. When you say Saquon Barkley's done it, what exactly has he done? When when he's on the football field, he has proven to be as good, if not better, than any back in the league. Okay. So, and by the way, I don't really disagree with that. But when you're not healthy often, that matters. So, dude, I mean, let, just let me read this for you, okay? Yeah. The last four years... In the last four years, he's had, I know he got hurt, 34 yards, 593 yards, 1,300, and 962 this year. That guy's worth $13 million? Well, maybe for me, the, my answer is obviously no. So maybe give him $10 million a year for, you know, three, four years, whatever it may be, so you, yeah. could, you could give a little bit of both. Look, the, the one thing we know, the Giants are not going to overpay for him. Uh, and Nor should they. Okay, and, and that's fine, but if he wants to be here... And and look, he's not gonna because he's a running back. He's it's like he's not gonna make that money anywhere else. You would think probably not. Um, listen, if he's in a place where he's okay, but you see, even you know, I watched I don't him want to split hairs out. But even yeah. like ten million dollars for a team that's got holes, I, I don't see it. No, but for the player he is and what he means to the organization, look, this is why you never take a running back number two overall. Okay, okay. we talked about that. So or, or don't that double eye. down on. I it. understand. And yeah, but but he's been here and he's been productive and he is. They've had one good season with him here. Best offensive weapon. I know, but they've had one good season while he's here. One. Yeah. I, I'm. You know. I'm sorry, if, I know if, it's callous. I love the kid yeah. and the young man. I'm, I'm ready to move on. You asked me. I'm no, ready to move on. No, it's not callous. That's fine. You you could feel how you how you want to feel. I'm just saying that for me, if I'm the Giants, I'd either consider franchise tagging him or extending him. That would be my move. I'm in the business of keeping and getting good players, not letting them go. I, I haven't am, seen okay, anybody. Go well, for the Giants, I haven't seen anybody come close to being a thought to replacing what he could do. See, I'm in the same business of of getting and keeping good players. The problem is... When when there's a financial barrier, which is a salary cap, I got to change the rules a bit. You know, I I got it. I, I hate that I have to say this, but I'd move on. Jimmy is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Jimmy? Hey guys, how you doing? Love your show. Listen, I I don't think with my heart. I think with my head. Okay. First of all, and Sal, don't get mad at me because I love you, bud. First of all, the Giants. Barkley's always hurt because John. Barkley doesn't have an offensive line in front of him. Let's be honest. 
That's number one. Number two is you're going to need a quarterback. But regardless of how rah-rah is are about the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones ain't the answer. You need a wide receiver, and you might, you might, and you got to fix that line. You ain't going nowhere. Now, 6-11, I'll be the first one to say it. Is that a good year? No way. That was an embarrassment. And I'll be honest, I don't care who was hurt, but you need a legit number two backup, too. 2-15. Two and 2-15, and 15, Jimmy, would have been an embarrassment. 6-11, and 11, with well, all they went through, it was not. 6-11, 6-11, okay, against teams that, that you beat four of them that weren't that good. Let, let, let me tell you something. The Giants need to fix way too much. And I got news for you, fellas, and you could throw this in the mix. If Gable don't have a good year next year, he's not going to be there either. No, he's, he's not they going anywhere. Need- Jimmy, I hate to break it to you. Dable's not going anywhere. I hate so- to tell you. You come up with another six and eleven season, he's gone. No, and no, there something. is no chance. And thank you for the call, Jimmy. There is no chance, guaranteed. Book it. Do whatever you need to do. Brian Dable isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Let's say they go six and eleven. Let's just say that there's a six and eleven where they go six and eleven with Daniel Jones, or they go six and eleven with a rookie quarterback that they draft. Okay. And I think that the evaluations for both should and would be different. I tend to agree with you, Sal. And by the way, if the Giants fired him, <laughs> I'd drive him right over to Florida Park and say, Coach, my team. I like Dable. But I would have to see the optics. I'm not trying to take the easy way out. Like, if they went 5-12 and 12 or 6-11 and 11 next year, and they really, they've just collapsed down the stretch, I wouldn't do it. Let me be clear about that. I think Dable is one of the most visible assets and chain in the franchise. But... I wouldn't rule it out. But why would you believe that they would collapse if they didn't this year? I I don't. I'm okay. saying I'm saying if they right. do. Well, that but that's part of me saying he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Like the Giants still got to win though. I mean, you don't give out you know medals for uh, for not getting embarrassed. I mean, it's still well, about a bottom line. But it's still the Giants, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, the evaluation is still about are we winning or are we losing? Right. At the end of the day. Right. But they they just went to the playoffs and won a playoff game in year one. No, no, I know, and right. and that's why that's why Meanwhile, I think it was ludicrous to talk. And people were saying fire him this year. Yeah. I thought they were idiots. That's why. Like he, he's well, always. If they went two and fourteen, well, you know, but like or two to, and fifteen, whatever. It no, is. I know what you're saying, but like to me, when you go nine and eight and you win the road playoff game, you get the extra year of grace. I, I'm, 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 I'm granting him that. What I'm saying also, though, if you take a step back the next year, which they did, and I know that they stabilized, but they still won three less games. And if they were to win six games next year. I'm just telling you, I'm not saying it would be right. I'm saying the tone would start to change. I don't know about um, ownership. Fans would start to, it would be a little different. Coughlin's final three years, 7-9, and 6-10, and 6-10. and yep. McAdoofus, 11-5, playoffs, lost on a wild card, 3-13. and 13. Out. That's yep. an embarrassment. Oh, yeah. 3-13, and 13. out. Yep. Shermer, 5-11, and 4-12. and 12. Judge, 6-10, and 4-13. and 13. Out. All these guys out. Dable, nine and seven and one postseason with a win. Year two, six and eleven under circumstances that were I dire. I know. That's why I like, support him. I'm just saying, I think saying. you don't think so. Let's but Sal, let's let's get separation between what ownership would or should do. And there's no you that's another reason why I say it. You think ownership's gonna move on from Brian Dable no. anytime soon? No, no, I, I don't, and nor do I think that they should. But like if we're sitting here next year and the Giants are two and five. We're getting calls saying, 
he's not the right guy. What if it's a young quarterback that they're trying to develop after Daniel Jones either can't come back or gets hurt again? That's why I prefaced I need to see the optics. Is it 6-11 and 11 with Jones or is it 6-11 and 11 with, you know, one of these kids that they I, maybe move up and take? I believe that Dable in his sleep with anybody that can remotely resemble an NFL quarterback will win six games. Like, it probably I think this will. Is, this is the floor. Yeah, yeah. I I want to see Dable get. It. I want to see them draft. So I know this is a, mm. another discussion. Again, there's so many different discussions for different days. We're unpacking everything, but I need to see Dable with a guy that he scouts along with Shane, of course. But they ask for his input. He delivers it. They get him in the building at the age of 21. And now you put him in a lab for two years, and I want to see what Dable could turn that young man into. I think it would be phenomenal. I'm a Dable fan, right. but I'm just saying the way this microwave analysis has gone the last 10, 12, 15 years, if they're 2-5, and five, if they're 3-6 and six, next year, after six wins this year, right or wrong, fans will be chirping. They were doing it this year. BT and Sal on the fan will continue with your Giants calls on the other side. Plus, we're going to get to the Jets at 11 o'clock. Not only get uh, our thoughts from yesterday's game and the season as a whole, but... You know, I, I, I've been known to call the Jeff fan delusional, whether it's UBT, whether it's Jeff fans in general. Well, now it's just, I mean, not only the Jeff fans, it's the people in the building. It's the people that wear the uniforms. We have a delusional quote from not only the head coach, but from a player on the New York Jets, which we'll get to. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. As well, it's BT and Sal on the fan. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. You want me to, BT and Sal back on the fan, you want me to save that Jets delusional quote for 11, or you want to hear? Let's see. We're going to get to the Giants calls here in a second. You know second. what, I feel like these Giant fans want to, want to okay. talk a little. I want to save this because... I'll give because, you um, 15 minutes. You could sit on it for fifteen minutes, but well, I don't even know what it is. So I'm I'm sitting on something that's going to make me uh, is going to anger me. Well, we'll we'll find out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually I don't know what you with the Jets anymore. What? I know what you think about it, but I also know how you feel about the team. We'll get into the okay, Jets and all that, all right. yeah, and then say, I'll give you this delusional quote. Have you seen this delusional I, I, quote? I, I, I did. BT's yeah. going to love it. He's going to soak it up. Who is it from? You want to tell me? No, I can't tell you. We can tell him who it's from. Who's it from? Aaron Rodgers. 
No, it's from, <laughs> he said it today? Yeah. Yes. Okay, He's right. met the media today, I guess. Oh, Which, boy. by the way, is he even done? I know he's obviously done the McAfee stuff. Has Rodgers met the media? I, I don't know. Yeah, like, I feel like this is not a normal thing where, like, it's a year-end, Salah had his thing. Yeah. Now maybe Rodgers doing the, the media. I know, know he's doing McAfee tomorrow. I do okay. know that. Well, he gave some some quotes today, one in particular that we'll get oh, to boy. coming up at 11. Okay. All right. Back to the Giants. Colin is calling from Bergen County. What's up, Colin? Sal, BT, I got to tell you, the apologizing that this organization gets from this station is unbelievable. How is six wins a good season now? It's not. Well, relative to the expectation, you watched the year play out the way that it did, right? It did, but we're also talking about how they looked against playoff teams. They did this. How did they look against the Cowboys, who were playoff teams? Well, hold on. How, how they look the against how they look against the Packers and Eagles, two playoff teams in the NFC? How they look against the Eagle team when Jalen Hurst didn't play and the Packers, who they won on a last second field goal? Uh, they, they beat them. The they, they beat them both. The, the, well, why did they, and so now the Giants got to apologize. So it's not they weren't good enough last year because they didn't beat playoff teams, although they did win a playoff game. And now this year they have to apologize for barely beating the Packers and beating an Eagles team who's down right now. They don't have to apologize, but I'm just saying I'm not going to bring up the other team. But if another team in this town had the exact same season with the exact same scores, they wouldn't be talked about what a great season it was. Are you talking about, if you're talking about the Jets, are you talking about the Jets, obviously? Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, right, forget about the Jets for a second. Here, here's my issue, Colin. Thanks for the call there, buddy. Now, I disagree with Sal. I don't think this was a good season. What I'm starting to see, Giant fans getting soft. I mean, this is the Giants still, right? Big Blue, four Lombardis. Parcells, mm-hmm. Taylor, right? Well, Banks, you've seen what's happened in the last Carson, ten years. Sims, Eli, Coughlin. Is still the Giants, right? Is it? I'm asking. Yes, it is because I think we're talking about the San Francisco Giants. No. And no, they're not going to meet up and have lunch. No, no, we're, <laughs> we're talking about the New York area. Giants. Uh, are, are, are we sure? I mean, hey, let's get Giants. Oh, you won six game, good season. Giants, fantastic. No, it's not. Stinks. If you look at it just in isolation and look at the record, sure. Yes, six wins is never a good season. However, I just gave you the rundown before in the seasons that they have had since Tom Coughlin or even the last three seasons of Tom Coughlin. And if you see this Giants team and watch things the way that they played out the entire year where it felt like anything that could go wrong did go wrong. It felt like... Oh, you know, the injury, all of it, the total package, the schedule in the beginning, the injuries, the way the team played, all of it. It feels like it could not get any worse for the Giants. Nah. And they were still able to right the ship and get to six. I, I, I don't care about that. I mean, I do, but I don't. I mean, first of all, Rodgers went down. Joe Burrow went down. And they found a way to at least kind of stabilize their season out there in Cincinnati. Everybody goes down. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm not, but I'm, I'm just saying it's not just that. It was the way that it was. There was a legitimate point in this year where we were saying, and you said specifically you thought the Giants were going to win two games or three games. I forget what it was, whatever the thing is. And I thought they'd probably finish 3-14, and 14, not coming which would have been embarrassing. Yeah, no, no. During, yeah, right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. During the season, which would have been embarrassing. Yeah. And they didn't. They stabilized. They beat the Eagles. I didn't think they would beat the Eagles. They did. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Packers. I didn't think they would beat the Packers. They did. When you start having wins that you're not expected to win, games you're not expected to win, that's where it's impressive. Rams, they should have won that game. Think about it. You know, not only beating the Packers but and beating the Eagles, they should have beaten the Rams, another playoff team. I mean, the, the, the Giants, again, a 6-1 season is a 6-1 season. However, relative to the expectation, changed expectation in the season, that's where I thought that they had a good year. When you look at it today, waking up, you know what? Wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it that way. I really don't. Cecil is in Franklin Square. What's up, Cecil? Hey, bud. 
Hey, man, Sal. Hey, you guys do a great job. I've been listening since you guys started. Thank uh, you. And I remember uh, conversations you guys would have uh, at the you know end of August, early September before season started. I remember uh, just clarify for me or confirm. I think we said the Giants a good season for the Giants would be about six, five, six, seven wins. Correct? No, I thought more. I, I thought the Giants. Needed, I thought they were going to be a playoff team. But the expectations you guys shared even uh, reminded us of earlier today was like in that. Yeah, we wanted them to be a playoff team, but like you guys said, last year was a probably aberration. It was a little ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this year's was pro- was probably supposed to happen last year, and last year was supposed to happen this year. I think mm-hmm. so. Our expectations got altered during during that process. Yeah, uh, I think I, I don't know if it's a good season. I think it's what was supposed was expected of them, and they're on schedule uh, in in that sense. And I think uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dable. I mean, they I were two last, and eight. Yes, the Giants were two and eight, so oh, yeah, they exactly. should have been ready to start the season. Coming into Honestly. the year, coming into the year, Cecil, I had different expectations for them. At two and eight, I mean, did I think they would finish six and eleven at two and eight? I absolutely did not think that that would be the case. Yeah. I, I I hope they would be a playoff team, you know. But me and my daughter, we love the Giants. We were watching them yesterday. We just had a good feeling beating the Eagles. Right. Ended the season strong, and the team was together. They played hard. We got a good coach and good GM. It looks like, and I think ownership is going to keep their hands off. Uh, let them do their work, and we're on the, we're on track. Yep, I agree, Cecil, and, we, and thank you for the call. See, that's where I agree too. That, that you guys they're on track. On tra- yeah, yeah that, uh, listen, I'm delineating between maybe I'm splitting hairs, maybe I'm playing semantics, whatever. But remember how how Sal started the show that the Giants had a good season, right? So I just need to contextualize that they are, I believe, in good hands with their GM head coach combo. I do believe ownership lays out as they should. Um, I hope they draft and develop well, and I do think that their trajectory is visibly upward. But I could also sit here and say it wasn't a good season. I listen when you win a playoff game the year before and the and week one you lose forty to zip. Yeah, that was bad at home, and you win six games in totality. Not a good season. Yeah, and I think there are a lot of times where you could say, well, in no way, shape, or form, uh, you know, can a six win season be viewed as a good season. However, in this particular case, I do think that it could be viewed as a good season. Dave is calling from New City. What's up, Dave? Yeah, hey, um, I, I, I'm on the I'm on the fence here. Where I think Dable really was saved by Tommy DeVito. Remember, they were two and eight. They go to Tommy DeVito. He's the one with the wins. Well, but then that's like saying Parcells has and, no wins, and, 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 and then, the quarterbacks and have the wins. Is, no, but then he goes and hey, uh, well, I mean, the other quarterbacks together have three wins, and he pulls DeVito. And they go on a three-game losing streak where they where they were able to go to the playoff, potentially going to the playoffs. Well, they lost one of those games with Devito as a and, starter against the Saints. Yes, yes. But but it's like you know, Dable lost the Jet game, questionably lost the the game to the Rams, and potentially to the Bills too. Dable should have been kissing Tommy's butt. Well, and then he pulls him, and for Tyrod Taylor, who's who's shown that he's a career backup for a reason. Like if you look at the pass to Barkley for the two point conversion, he had on the same drive drops to Barkley, and Tyrod Taylor running right, throwing it into the ground multiple times. Yeah, I mean, look, David, you're not going to fire Dable, and thank you for the call. I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry. I appreciate you. I was waiting for this a little bit, David. Yeah, I was trying to get – you can't 
fire Brian Dable because he benched Tommy DeVito. As much as I disagreed with the move, I would have liked to have seen Tommy DeVito get some run here. I know we saw him get in there a little bit yesterday before he ended up getting nicked up, but then Tyrod came back. I would have preferred to see DeVito, but they believe that Tyrod gave him the best chance to win. They're trying to win some of these games. They should have beaten the Rams, and they did beat the Eagles yesterday. So I'm not going to go nuts over the DeVito thing. He did win three games in a row and obviously did not look good in New Orleans. I thought that was a whole team thing. Maybe that was the most disappointing game of the year when you think about the chance that they had to get back in the postseason. The Saints game. Yeah. yeah, Yes, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The energy around the Giants going into that game was was palpable. And and think about that, BT. In a year where they were 2-8, and we actually had an opportunity to have a run at the playoffs from a Giants perspective. Like, we... You know, thought they, not that we realistically thought they were going to be in the playoffs. They had a punch's chance. They, they weren't eliminated. At, at 2 and 8, you should never have a chance. And was that, but, but, Sal, let me ask you this. Was that more a byproduct of the rest of the NFC or I think both. A, yeah. a, a real conviction that well, the Giants had the pieces to make a run? No, the expanded postseason, the rest of the yeah. NFC, and the fact, though, that they did win three straight games. Yep. Now, the biggest hurdle in that was the two Eagle games. Everybody was like, well, they're going to get smashed by the Eagles. And they're probably not going to beat the Rams. You know, whatever. Rams are looking good. They should have beaten the Rams. And they did beat the Eagles in a game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about it, they could have. Had they beaten the Rams, I mean, and you're talking about a seven-win season. And then you could really nitpick and say, well, they should have beaten the Jets. They could have beaten the Bills. I mean, now you're talking about one game. Even in a year where everything went wrong. And I know it's ifs and buts and all that stuff. And, and coulda, shoulda, woulda, whatever. It, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and they are a 6-11 and team that didn't deserve to be in the postseason. They're not a playoff team. I just feel like it was a good season with all things being considered. Steve is in Albany. What's up, Steve? Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, I'm at the uh, the view of I'm not a soft Giants fan. We have the bar set high. We have four trophies. Any season where you don't make the playoffs is a bad season in my view. And uh, I just want to make a point about Barkley. He's not getting any faster. He's lost a step. He uh, doesn't play as hard. What? I don't know about that. That's not past. fair. I don't lost know about that part. Thanks for the call, Steve. I don't know about that part. Lost his step and doesn't play as hard. Are you watching this? Well, I, I don't think it's ludicrous to say he may have lost a tick, but to say that he doesn't play hard is, I think, just patently offensive. Runs his ass Barkley. off every single. Dude, come not on, right. you watch him yesterday. He's a beast. Not right. Final not game right. of the. Think about it. Final game of the year. Nothing to play for. Yeah. Barkley worried about maybe, or not that he's worried about it, but you could argue he should be worried about his future. Mm-hmm. Business decision would not be. Playing in that game, playing his rear end off. Yeah. And what does he do? He goes out there and he plays balls, hard. He yeah. No, listen. But those are two separate conversations. Right. Now, if you just tune it in, like, where'd the Saquon stuff come from? It, it came. So, to me, while I give the Giants credit for stabilizing things, the biggest issue why I'm not nearly as optimistic, although I I, I really do like Dave, I keep saying that. And Shane, it, it, I, the quarterback situation is not resolved. All right, so if Jones is healthy, is Jones even good? So, that's one thing. Is Tyrod Taylor even here? Is DeVito anything more than a, a month-long local Lynn Sanity type of story? I, I don't know. Uh, but there's nothing within that sequence of things I just lined up there that emboldens me to say, I like the Giants quarterback situation. Do they draft the kid? I don't know. The old line got problems still. You just do. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, got a lot of sacks and a lot of no-shows. Indisputable. He played yesterday. He's, he had to take three tackles. Yeah, he did. He was out yeah. there. You know, this whole thing with Wink Martindale, I, you know, it's it's a little bit of a problem. So I just, I, I, I can't muster up this this enthusiasm and, and have it be completely, you know, real without it being contrived and saying, 
that it was a good season. I, I just don't feel that way. BT, I don't know. BT I don't know who the Giants are. Well, they're a team that at least has a direction. As for the other team in town, we'll get to them in a few minutes here with a, a delusional quote from Aaron Rodgers, plus the thoughts from yesterday in the Jets finally beating the New England Patriots. The one time where Jet fans didn't care if they lost or maybe even rooted for them to lose. BT and Sal on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t